Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year and welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. We got a great one today. We're going to talk all about Carlos Correa, what the Dodgers have been doing this offseason. The WBC is right around the corner and name that player. This one is going to be a blast. Let's go. It's a blowout. Hit in 10 Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out of the real Swings and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run and a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, my friends? Welcome in to another year of flipping bats. We have made it to 2023. It is the first episode of the year. Alex, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First time I've seen you since the New Year. Couple uh, weeks here. How were the holidays? How was New Year? How everything good? Oh, everything was great. It was so much family. We did like double days. I had like double Christmas Eve, double Christmas morning, double Christmas night cuz both my husband and my family's live in Manhattan Beach, so it's like boom 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 boom, but it was awesome. It again, this year has been a big reminder of love your close ones, tell them you love them, spend as much time with yep. your family as you can. And so we did We did just that. It looked like you did the same too. I I did. I went to Florida um, for for Christmas, which is my, my parents and myself and my girlfriend, we all went there yeah. where my brother lives. So it was, it was nice. The weather was kind of hit or miss. But on Christmas Eve, I got pulled over on a jet ski. What? Yeah. How do you get pulled over on a jet ski? Well, apparently I was going too fast. <laughs> Living but, on the edge. But so hear me out here. I actually right. have a bone to pick here. If you cops from on the water and Let's go. are listening. Yeah. Look, there was nobody around me. I, I went out to check out a certain area. And you know what? I saw a sign that I didn't know what it meant. So I turned around. And immediately as I turn around, the cops come over, the lights are flashing, they wave me over like I'm like about to rob a house or something. Did they think you were like drunk driving? Yeah, or I don't understand. Like they wave me over, I go right over, and they're like, get over here. They throw a rope around the jet ski, <laughs> pull me in. Not lassoed. Like, what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> and they're like, do you know what that sign says? And I was like, no, sir, that's why I turned around. Yeah. And they're like, well... You're not supposed to go fast on the other side of that sign. I was like, that's great. I'm glad I turned around there. Yeah. Like, do you know what the definition of going fast is on the water in Florida? I was like, no. They're like, if your boat leaves the surface of the water. So apparently I was going too fast, but nobody was around. It's like, go do something beneficial. <laughs> I don't understand. It's Christmas Eve. Go spend it with your family. Are you I'm by yourself, by the way, out there? My my dad was on the other jet ski. Okay. My brother came down to the dock. Everybody okay. was watching. Like, and what'd you do? Like, Come on, man. But it, it it was great. Yeah. Christmas was great. New Year's was great. Everything is great. And um, yeah, that's uh, it was all good. That's but, good. Um, some baseball news today. A lot of, ba a lot of baseball news. So this is our first bit of of news. 
Rafi Devers signs with the Red Sox. Not the deal that everybody was thinking and wants in Red Sox Nation. One-year deal, $17.5 million, avoiding arbitration, basically. Um, This deal doesn't do much for me. It's like, sign your guy. Like, okay, great, you avoided arbitration with a guy. Like, this isn't the tweet that anybody in Red Sox Nation wants to wake up to you want to wake up to the tweet saying, hey, we signed Rafi Devers for 10 years, $280 million or whatever. But okay, you avoided arbitration and guess what? You're still going to have to sign them long term or are you even going to do it? I don't have faith in them doing it, but I, I don't know. This is news, but it's like the Red Sox just don't seem to do much right. So I don't have faith in them getting it done and this just prolongs that this just like kicks the can down the road another year that's what this deal does yeah you just lost one of your main guys in Xander Bogarts that everyone wanted you to keep and sign and this was your chance to kind of lift up Red Sox Nation and fans give them a little bit of hope as you just mentioned and give them a win give them a win they have not learned yet keep your guys <laughs> keep your guys yep. they've lost some of their biggest names yeah, absolutely. Brutal. Mookie, Xander. It's exactly. Babe Ruth. I mean, now, if you're going all the way back, I'm gonna keep, I'm <laughs> just keep, keep going, just always. It sticks. Um, but, by the way, the Winter Classic was yesterday. Yeah. The NHL Winter Classic was at Fenway. John those are fun. Henry, Have you been to those? No. But. They're wild. I, I would like to go to one. Yeah. John Henry, the owner of the Red Sox, was there in attendance, obviously got booed big time. I bet. And there were signs everywhere saying, Pay Devers. I don't think this is no. what they had in mind, but no. he did technically, if you want. Eh. I don't. I uh, a one-year deal is just like no, it's, here you I, go. That's that's. This wasn't what they wanted. No, that's it, <laughs> it's not what anyone wanted. Um, but some big news, big non-news, really, that has been eh. happening in baseball. But it is probably the biggest story right now. Carlos Correa continues Oof. to kind of just be sitting in limbo. Um. Obviously, the Mets sign him, but same sort of concerns now with a physical, and we're still just all sitting in limbo wondering what's going to happen. So let's just break down for a minute what has happened in the last month. Basically, it's all happened in the last month. On It was December 14th, Correa mm-hmm. signed with the Giants. 13 years, $350 million, right? Six days later, press conference canceled. Concerns over a physical. Instead of sitting around, mm-hmm. Scott Boris calls up Steve Cohen. Guess what, Giants? You're out of luck. No more Carlos Correa for you. The New York Mets signed Carlos Correa for 12 years, $315 million. One day later, they send a jet down, send down a plane for Correa to fly up for his physical. Concerns, immediate concerns, the same concerns the Giants had. Now, the concern is this right ankle of his that was surgically repaired in 2014. That's what the concern is. That's where we sit now. And ever since that day, since we heard there were concerns, there has not been an official announcement. There has not been many updates. We don't know. We are just all sitting in limbo with what is going to happen with Carlos Correa. It kind of feels like a bad reality TV show where the star, like maybe it's like the dating shows where the star is trying to land a date, land a wife, Bachelor. 
we'll, we'll go Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. And Carlos that's the biggest Correa one. And is Carlos Correa the is the Bachelor. And no one's accepting his rose. He keeps handing out these roses and no one is accepting his rose. But it's got to be bad, <laughs> really bad to be that caliber of a player, know what you're capable of, and have these top teams give you these incredible contracts to only retract after a physical. Yeah. Like, that's a nightmare. It is It is a nightmare. Yeah. And I don't, like, look, the the injury that we're talking about is from 2014. He hasn't ever missed in eight-plus seasons since then. Hasn't missed a single game due to this ankle injury. Now, what I will say, the human body is fascinating. An injury yeah. here can cause an injury here. That can cause an injury there. And Carlos Correa hasn't been the healthiest player over the course of his career. Mm -hmm. But in the last three seasons, Scott Boris made a point here, in the last three seasons, Carlos Correa has played in 89% of games. Not the best number in the world, certainly not the worst number in the world. So what do you, what do, you do here? I think I have an answer. What? Add in clauses. Add in clauses to the contract. Now it's probably not something that Scott Boris is wanting to love to do. I don't. I don't even know if he'd allow it. I don't know if Carlos Correa would accept it. Well, with the clause, then, then the conversation there becomes that. That's probably all you're looking at, pal. If you want a long-term deal, if you want 12 years, you're gonna have to give us something. If not, if you don't want to sign it, you're gonna have to turn around and sign a three-year deal somewhere. So what do you want? Don't have clauses. Okay, then sign a three-year deal. You want clauses? You can have. You can sign your twelve-year, three hundred and fifteen million dollar deal. But it makes all the sense in the world. Just do if you play in a hundred and thirty or more games a year, your next year's contract kicks in. If not, we have the ability to to void it. I I don't know what else to say at this point. It looks like with his medicals being this bad, you have to understand that the team's going to need something in return. They're not just going to fork over 12 years, $315 million with these concerns. And if you don't like the clauses, then you're going to have to sign a short-term deal. I mean, it's a huge investment. And any investment that is this big, you have to do your due diligence. And you have to know it's going to be a good long-term investment. And if you're looking at a physical... And you're going to see, like, okay, you're fine now, but maybe in five years, I don't know how this ankle is going to hold up. I don't know how your leg is going to hold up. I don't know how if you're overcompensating for an ankle, you might hurt your other leg or your other ankle. There's so many different things that come into this, especially on a $315 million investment on a player because that's what Steve Cohen is doing. He is making an investment for the franchise, for their future, in Carlos Correa, and everything needs to check out. If but that's just how it goes yeah, when you're an athlete. I agree. And and with it, the fact of the matter is that, that everything does not check out. No. Right? Both teams have flagged this issue. So you really gotta you really gotta ask yourself the question of like, okay, it's probably not realistic for a team to still just say, you know what, whatever, we'll we'll still go through with the deal. No. I think there's a couple of things that are realistic. Adding clauses in. Carlos, if you miss X amount of games due to this ankle issue, leg issue, whatever, that, it, that roots back to the ankle issue, we have the ability to void the contract. And I think that's fair. And if you don't miss X amount of games, next year kicks in. And Or an alternative is go sign a deal like you did with the Twins. I don't think he wants that. But I is that he why he signed that deal before? 
do you think that had anything to do with it? Is there were concerns? We didn't hear about it That's if there were. I, my thought goes, I, I think the, the reason we saw that deal is because of COVID and the whole and the lockout and all of the weird stuff going on. Um, so it didn't allow him to get the super long-term deal. But, yeah, I mean, we don't know. you never know. But I, I will say this. I Obviously, I, I think the holdup with clauses would be Boris and, and Correa. Do they want to do that? Boris has done it before. Multiple times in his career. Yvonne Rodriguez, Pudge with the Tigers in 2004 and 2005, signed a $40 million deal. Guess what? There were clauses in it. If you miss time with your spine injury, we can void the contract for $5 million. He's done it as well with J.D. Martinez. It is something that Boris has done, and I think this is the answer moving forward. Get clauses in the contract saying you have to be on the field. If not, we can void the contract. I, I think that's the only way forward here. I think that's the answer, and I do believe that gets done. Do you believe it will get done with the Mets? Does I do. Carlos Correa, at the start of the season, is he in a Mets uniform or is he somewhere else? I think he's in a Mets uniform. That's my belief. And I also, there was a, a bit of a bit, a tidbit on social media today that I really deep dove into, right? Okay. Carlos Correa posted on his Instagram story a picture with his son, Kylo, ah. dressed in a shirt that said, I heart New York. Mm-hmm. Well, the I was a hot dog, the heart was yeah. a pretzel, and the letters in But it line. looks like Mets colors. I'm, I'm a Let little me, further away. Yeah, I have I yeah, did yeah, a yeah. deep dive. I'm like, that's, if you, if it's you orange. Really, it's orange and blue over there, right? If you really look yeah. at this picture... Yeah. Yes, Kylo is wearing an I Heart New York shirt. You look on the background on that table, there's Mets blue batting gloves. You look at the you look at his glove. It it's orange. It's a Mets colored glove. It's a bit bigger glove than a shortstop. Looks like a third base glove to me. There's a lot going I'm on like, he here. He probably has orange though from like Astro days too. He's, but he was on a different team. Yeah. Do you throw away your brand, gloves? That's a brand new glove. And he okay. was on the twins last All right. year. I'm I'm not as close to the photo as you are right now, and I'm, I'm just saying. playing devil's advocate I'm here. You did, I know you did a deep creep. I another love another prediction. Deep creep. By this time next week, yeah. Carlos Correa is a New York Met official. All right, that's my prediction. Um, but from the East Coast to the West Coast, the Los right. Angeles Dodgers. Um, Trevor Bauer has been reinstated, mm-hmm. um, so he is now. Back on the books, back on the payroll, reinstated after 194 games. Um, So, look, the first 50 games of the year, Bauer will not be paid for. But after that, he is back on the payroll. He will be due about $22.5 million this year, taking their payroll to right around the threshold of that CBT that this year they wanted to – it was going to be a reset year for them with the CBT. And now they're going to be right around it anyway because they have to pay him look they knew this was coming i that obviously we can sit here and talk about why haven't the dodgers been doing much this offseason well look we're just finding this out a week ago that he's getting reinstated but they've known this they've known this contract is going to come back on their books they've planned for this does it suck absolutely because i do not believe Trevor Bauer pitches for the Los Angeles Dodgers this year. In fact, I do not believe that Trevor Bauer ever pitches again in Major League Baseball. I think he is done. However, the Dodgers still have to pay him 
for this year. That is just a fact. But January 6th is the day they have to make their decision. They have, Not the Friday. day they have to. They have until then yeah. to make their decision. But I believe it's just a formality. I don't think he is – I don't think he pitches there. And like I said, um, I truly don't believe he pitches again in Major League Baseball. I think it's a, a, a PR nightmare that no team is going to to – to want to take on this is a really sensitive subject yes because absolutely. any person who has experienced abuse or any kind of sexual abuse is going to be massively triggered by this and have a really tough time wrapping their head around a franchise giving a guy a player a second opportunity who still believes he didn't do anything wrong he's not apologizing he's not taking responsibility he's doubling down on that saying that he didn't violate any of the terms he didn't do anything wrong he's even fighting back against some of the women and we heard the Dodgers talking about they weren't interested in Carlos Correa because they didn't want to divide a fan base if <laughs> if talk about dividing if a fan base. they decided to bring him back the LA Times actually did a poll. Over 19,000 people voted on this, and it is completely divided. 48.8% said release him. 51.2% said to keep him. You are completely dividing a fan base. I think it would be a horrible move to keep him, a horrible look. And I think the reason he doesn't pitch, at least this next year in Major League Baseball, is because he's not taking responsibility. Yeah. I, I I I don't believe I don't believe a team is going to want to take on no. the PR nightmare and and this look this situation Bauer wasn't the best PR guy around the league bef before any of this so look I I don't I don't foresee that happening but the the fact of the matter is is the Dodgers will have to pay him um, a majority of his contract for this season I don't think he pitches there but. Look, I, I've sat here multiple times and said, what are the Dodgers doing this offseason? What are they doing? Well, one, they've known this was coming, but they haven't, they didn't sign one of the four major shortstops, which I truly believe they would. I thought it would, I, I thought it would be Dansby. I thought it would be Correa. I didn't know what direction they were going to go in once Trey Turner signed with the Phillies, but I truly believe they were going to. Well, that didn't happen. They haven't done much. They did sign J.D. Martinez to one year, $10 million, which I absolutely love. I love that deal. J.D. Martinez getting $10 million when Matt Carpenter down in San Diego is getting more than that? I, that's no knock against Matt Carpenter, who certainly had a resurgence last year in New York, but J.D. Martinez getting $10 million, Now, that's their... They didn't do a lot other than that. And to be fair, J.D. Martinez signing pretty much locks down the DH spot for the for the team, which isn't the best thing in the world. Like, J.D.'s going to have to DH. So he's there for a year, but not much other than that. So this year has had to have been a, a, a CBT reset for them. Um, J.D. Martinez was an interesting signing over Justin Turner, who had been there for a while. Signs with the Red Sox for two years. $21.7 million Justin Turner signs with Boston. So I have a, I have a belief there with, with why J.D. and not J.T. My belief is J.T., Justin Turner, wanted a multi-year deal. J.D. Martinez, who wasn't coming off his 
his the year we've become accustomed to is willing to sign a one-term deal to prove himself and and sign a bigger deal JD one year Justin Turner wouldn't sign for one year he wanted multiple and you know what that one year does what JD Martinez is off the books so is the DH slot after one year. Shohei Otani. All of this. All going back to Shohei Otani. Not, let's not lose sight of what's happening here. Everything I have been talking about. They're resetting the CBT. Them not signing many players. Them signing J.D. Martinez and not Justin Turner. All roads lead to Shohei Otani. They are setting up to throw the bankroll at Shohei Otani after this season. That is what's happening. This season also feels like the end of an era for the Dodgers. There's only now three players left on this roster from their 2017 World Series run. Barnes, Kershaw, Chris Taylor. That's a lot. They they let go of a lot of guys. Obviously, we've been talking about it this offseason. They haven't done much. We're slowly kind of understanding and learning why. But I'm with you. I could totally see. Shohei Otani ending up in LA in a Dodgers uniform, and they're going to have to fight hard against those New York teams to get him against those Bidding teams more. and and the Angels. I don't think it's I don't think the Angels are a long shot here to to retain him. I, I think, think this year will have a lot to do with it. Absolutely. They have to show and prove that they can win because Shohei Otani deserves and needs to be playing in the yeah. postseason. So does Mike Trout. It is heartbreaking to see two of the best players in this generation not play in the postseason so they they need to first prove this is their year prove to them that you can do it otherwise I, I know they're both extremely loyal people and very respectful people but this is your career Guess and what? The game a, of baseball is not loyal. These is, owners on I know, but, that, but those two players, I know them personally. Those two players are extremely respectful and extremely loyal. And that can hurt you in your career if you're not with a franchise that is catching up to your level or, or building around you Absolutely. in any way. I, I completely agree with you. Those players are loyal. What I what I hope, and Shohei has been vocal saying his number one, his goal is to win. Yeah. Now, being a loyal player, I think the Angels benefit there but these these teams aren't loyal baseball players are a number on a piece of paper and as long as you are helping that bottom line and producing and healthy they love you but guess what the second you get hurt the second you stop producing they don't care right so i i understand loyalty i i really do but there is a short window for you to be one of the best baseball players in the world and the best baseball player you can be. And if your goal is to win, go do it. If your goal is to make money, go do it. But the loyalty, I hope, doesn't come back to hurt. And and because I, I, I do like what the Angels have done. I yeah. think the Angels have had a very underrated offseason this year. But you're right. They have to win. And if they're not winning by the trade deadline, it could it, – it could be the end of Shohei in an Angels uniform. I mean, look at Mike Trout. He's been there 10 years. He's played in three playoff games and lost all three. Mm. They got swept. Baseball needs better. Baseball needs those guys. They need to the be playoffs. playing in the Absolutely. postseason. Um, but you know where they will be playing. Oh, yeah. It is almost time 
We are a couple months away from the World Baseball Classic, and I am so pumped for the WBC this year. One, it's all on Fox. Fox is the home of the WBC, but it, I, I'm just so pumped because it seemed to get bigger and bigger and bigger every single year. March 7th, technically the 7th, it starts at 11 p.m. on March 7th, but March 7th through March 21st are the dates for the World Baseball Classic, and man, is it going to be a blast this year. It just seems like it gets more and more. Look, this is only the, the fifth year of its existence, the fifth time it's going to happen it's obviously not every year so it's the fifth occasion of this tournament and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger every year and this year it just feels like it is ready to take off I'm pumped up it is so why don't we dive in and give everybody five things that you should know about the world baseball classic because this is the biggest I've ever remembered it being yep so let's let's just go into number one number Number one one. number one of the five things you need to know the world's biggest stars are playing and look the rosters aren't even completely finalized yet but we know Mike Trout is playing Shohei Otani is playing Juan Soto is playing Clayton Kershaw Nolan Arenado Paul Goldschmidt the MVP Trey Turner Trevor Story and this is just the American team and on the Japanese team. I'm excited about some of the players they have going that um, maybe people in the United States that aren't super familiar will get to, to know, like Roki Sasaki, Murikama, uh, Murikami. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Manny Machado, Sandy Alcantara, Cy Young. I mean, the names go on and on and on. It's incredible. It's insane. I don't remember it ever being this big. Why this year? Why this year are we seeing basically every all-star jump and play for their country? Because I remember being at spring training and all the big names were not going. They were still at spring training while we were doing all of our games out there. Was there a moment or a player that you think turned this around for everybody? I think there's a couple of reasons. One being this is now the fifth time, and I think every time it's – it's fun to watch. And especially yeah. in 2017, I think players were watching saying, I want to be a part of this. This looks great. So every time the World Baseball Classic has happened, it's gotten better and better and better and more exciting and more people want to be a part of it. Also, this year, one of the earliest commits was Mike Trout. There you go. One of the greatest players of all time commits to Team USA very early on. You know what that says? To a bunch of players, I mean, look at Team USA. It's incredible. All the names I just rattled off. It's an all-star team. I want to I want to play with Mike Trout for my country. Are you kidding yeah. me? So, yes, I think him signing as early as he did and, and committing to Team USA made tons of other players want to be a part of this. And now you look around, and again, the rosters aren't complete, but um, we will be there every step of the way telling you when rosters are complete. I think players want to be a part of it, and you look at Team Dominican Republic, Team Japan, Team USA, Venezuela, Cuba. Stacked. Puerto Rico. Stacked. Oh, it's going to be incredible, and the biggest stars are playing. That's number one. All right. Well, number two, past champions. Give them to us. Let's, let's educate everybody listening. So there have been four past champions, and it started in 2006. That okay. was the first one. Team Japan wins in 2006 
Team Japan wins again, back-to-back champions in 2009. Dominican Republic wins in 2013. And in 2017, Team USA won. That's Adam Jones robbing that home run in center field at Petco Park. What a year that was. But, yes, things you need to know, past champions, Japan, back-to-back, Dominican Republic, and Team USA in 2017. So now we got Team USA looking to go back-to-back champs. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Number three, the World Baseball Classic format. Give it to us. So, format in a nutshell, think World Cup. Okay. Four pools, five teams in each pool, and it will start with – Pool play. There's pool A, B, C, and D. And the top two teams from each pool will advance. There's multiple locations involved. Miami, Arizona, in the United States. So they'll play at the home of the Marlins and the home of the Diamondbacks. But there will also be a pool in Tokyo and Taiwan. So all over the globe, um, pool play. First place and runner-up from those pool, A, B, C, and D, will move on to the next round, the quarterfinals, which again will be pool play. And there's five teams in each pool. Five teams in each pool. So by my math, five times four makes pretty close to 20. 20 teams involved. Top two from each pool move on. They play the top two from the other pool. Seed one plays seed two, obviously. You know how that goes. Yep. We'll play again. So they'll all play each other. And then the winners go on to we'll, – we'll talk about that more in detail. But let's look at these pools. The pools are – yes. So here we go. This is Pool A, and this will take place in Taiwan. Pool A in Taiwan, Chinese Taipei, the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. That is Pool A. Let's move on to Pool B. We have this taking place in Tokyo, Japan, at the Tokyo Dome. was just there. Mm Going to be electric. Team Japan. Korea. I almost said Korea because we've been talking so much about Carlos Correa. Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. I can't imagine Team Japan playing in the Tokyo Dome with Shohei on the team. Apparently, the second Shohei committed to the WBC, tickets sold sold out out within like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be insane. That's Pool B. He's a hero. Pool C. This one will take place in Phoenix, Arizona. Team USA. Pool C. Mexico, Colombia, Canada, Great Britain. So Team USA is in Pool C with a path out of Pool C, to say the least. Mm-hmm. They should they should advance they should. from this pool. Defending and camps. let's move on to Pool D, the final pool involved, which will take place in Miami, Florida. Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. What a what yeah. a pool this is. Dominican, Venezuela, Puerto That's, Rico, all gonna oof. be nasty. And we had an episode of Flipping Bats last week over Christmas. With Ian Kinsler, yeah. who is the head coach of Team Israel, which is pretty cool as well. That's and we so talked cool. about that as well. So uh, he played in it in 2017, okay. and now he will be a head coach for Team Israel. Winner and runner up from each pool yep. make it to the corner final. Winner and runner up from those. Yeah, move on. Yeah. 
So pool A and pool B are going to combine. Mm -hmm. Pool C and pool D are going to combine. And then winner and runner up from those advance to this. And then the later plays all in Miami. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. So everyone meets up in Miami. So right. once once it advances to the semifinals and championship, obviously, yeah. no more pool play, single elimination only. And once it reaches the semifinals, that will all take place in Miami. So once pool play is done, semis and finals will take place in Miami at the home of the Marlins. So a lot to go over there, but the format is, I would say, exciting. I love pool play leading to like a knockout yeah. round. It's fun. It's the best. I've been explaining it to people. I'm like, it's like the World Cup, but with baseball, which is epic. Everyone loves that. And I think the goal is to eventually get as, as, as big. big. And, and that's, you know, look, the soccer is the world's biggest sport. It yeah. Is the most, it is. And this tournament has been around for a long time, and the World Cup is the largest tournament, largest sports tournament in the world. Yeah. But I think we're the World Baseball Competing Classic the is going, yeah, yeah, is going in the right path. It is going as in the right direction. That, I think we're in good shape. So let's move um, to number four, because they have some unique rules in the World Baseball Classic. So let's go through those. Yes. Unique rules is number four for me. There will be a pitch count for pitchers. There will be a mercy rule. There will be run differential. So just a lot of different things that when you fire up Fox or FS1 to watch the games, don't be alarmed. Yes, there will be a pitch count. No, it's not a big deal. There should be pitch counts. Guess what? This is taking place during spring training. Yeah. And for these teams to allow players – to go play in this tournament, yeah, you're going to have to have a guarantee that so-and-so is only going to be able to pitch a certain amount of pitches or a certain amount of times. So the the pitch count will work in a way that as the tournament progresses, you'll be able to throw more and more pitches. If you throw X amount of pitches on this day, you cannot throw the next day. All of that totally makes sense, and I have no problems with that being in place. Mercy rule. Do we absolutely. know what the score is for mercy rule? 
Do I know? Yeah, like no. what it is. Do you? No. Oh, it's, I'm so I curious. Assume it, it's it's ten. It is. It's ten or more runs. Okay. After the seventh, is that what I? Right. After the seventh. Okay. Okay. Which is 15 or more runs after the conclusion of the fifth. Okay. So if you're up by 15 or more at the end of the fifth inning, call the game. If you're up by 10 or more at the end of the seventh inning, call the game. I think it should be 10 after five, 10 after whatever. But I have no problems with that happening. You know why? Team USA is going to absolutely dominate some people in Pool C as they should. Yeah. And nobody should have to should have to watch them beating X team 25 to to one in the eighth inning. Call the game. No, and we've seen this during the regular season too when they have these blowout games. This is when you have position players going up to pitch and then it's like, what, you guys, you've already, you've already thrown in the towel. We've given up. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that happening, Major. Because statistics, you know, you start looking at it like over time. So imagine Albert Pujols not getting to 700 because eight of his games were called in the fifth inning because they were down by 10 runs. I don't know. That's a totally different rabbit hole. We can but. deep dive into that after this For, to see how we enjoy the mercy rule. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That'll and be a- there will be a run differential involved as well. So there are a lot of new and unique things involved in the World Baseball Classic. It's going to be fun. It is going to be And the most fun part is that it's going to be on Fox and FS1, and we're going to be there and throughout the entire five. experience of tournament. Flipping Bats and Fox Sports are the home for the World Baseball Classic. How cool is that going to be? Um, Fox Sports got all the rights, so all the games will be on Fox or FS1 and Flipping Bats. Well, we're going to be covering it all. So we will be your home for the World Baseball Classic weekly segments. And then once we get closer, there will be daily segments. When the rosters become final, we'll be your place for that. We'll rank all the teams. We'll rank all the players. We're going to do it all. And leading up to us being there for the World Baseball Classic. What a blast this is going to be. The entire tournament, I am pumped up for it. Um, and it'll all be everything you need to know here in Fox. I'm excited. I didn't get to cover the last one. I, I stayed at the spring training and continued to do all the broadcast games there, so I'm very excited for this. <laughs> Me too. You know what I'm also excited for? Your favorite game. Name that player. Last week, or two weeks two ago, because weeks ago, Christmas we did the Kinsler episode. Yeah. I went five for five our first time doing Name That Player. We did Name That Free Agent. We are now doing Name That Player, where I will get their college team, the team they made their debut with, and their most recent team. I believe that's the way we do it. Yep. And I went five for five in week one and was told, Ben, I don't think you're doing that this week. So. Yep. Are you ready? Yeah. And everybody play along with me here. Let's see how we all do. Okay. Player number one went to LSU, made his debut with the Cubs, and is currently a Yankee. Name that player. DJ LeMahieu? Yeah, gosh. Okay. Bang! Let's go. One for one. Whew. All right. Or I'm not I'm not even gonna give you the satisfaction yet. Let's go to player number two. <laughs> okay. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Player number two went to Auburn. Are we are we here yet? Okay. We still got the clock going on. This says Texas A&M. 
Oh, I am on. I was on player number three. My bad. Okay. You're right. Thank you. Okay. Player number two went to Texas A&M, made his debut with the Dodgers, and currently on the Giants. Name that player. Dodgers, Giants. Man, Texas A&M is throwing me off here. Um, I'm going to take a, a stab. I don't know if I'm right, but I'm going to say Alex Wood. Nope. Mm. Ross Stripling. Ross Stripling? Yeah. Hmm. It's okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. One and one. So the San, the last team is the team most recently played on, like who he played for last year, right? Yeah, didn't right. Tripling, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, you okay? Yeah, I, I, that's, I was six. six first my one. Last six. I know, not okay. bad, not bad. Okay, now we're on to player number three. Okay. You ready? Yep. Played at Auburn, made his debut at the A's, and is on the Yankees. Name, Name that, that Josh player. Donaldson. Okay, there you go. You gave me the look. You just gave me the look. I was like, I know it. We're not even going to start the clock here. Okay. You're really good at, at this. You're really good at this game. <laughs> you're blushing, and you're really good at this right. game. Okay. Okay? Yep. Let's keep it going. Two for three. Not bad. Okay. Player number four went to Old Miss, drafted or played, made his debut at the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and last team was the White Sox. Name that player. I am fairly sure that this player is a friend of Flippin' Bats. And I talked to him about playing at Ole Miss. Uh. And we talked about him pitching for the Cardinals uh. and playing for Tony La Russa. And you then continuing seconds. on to play for Tony La Russa with the White Sox. This player is Lance Lynn. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's right. go. We got one more? Yeah, we got one more. Oh, man. Nine for ten. Nine Gosh. and nine for ten would be great. Yeah? You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Player number five played at Arizona, made his debut at the Yankees, and last team he played on was the D-backs. Name that player. Arizona. New York Yankees. It's an Arizona sandwich. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Arizona sandwich. Yankees, Diamondbacks. Um I don't even have I don't even have many guesses here. Um shoot. I'm gonna go I don't know. No, say it. Nothing. Mark Melanson. Mark Melanson. Oh. Never would have guessed that. Okay. Never would have gotten there. At least you're honest about it. At least you're honest about it. Three for five. Not bad. You're really good at this game. Um, Okay. It's time for nobody else's favorite part of the show except for mine, which is to grade myself Mm. for how I did in this segment. Uh, Last time I gave myself an A+, which was extremely fair. five for five. I'm going to give myself – the players were very difficult here. Very difficult. I'm going to give myself an A minus. Okay. I was going to say like 89%, so like a B plus. That's fair. What do you mean fair? 
That's fair. That was my grading. Okay. I'm grading you too now. Whoa! Yeah! What a wrinkle! <laughs> a minus is my grade. B plus is Alex's grade, but that one doesn't matter. Uh, a minus for name that player. Uh, what a blast of a show. Alex, last question before we go. Why are you wearing a Lakers shirt? I've, I didn't. There actually. hasn't been a lot of positive LA sports news recently, and LeBron went off on his birthday on the 30th, and it brought me joy. So I'm rocking a. A Lakers sweater today because it's been a you know it's been a hard couple couple days in sports well there you have that's why it. I'm wearing it brings me joy um, alright well that does it for another episode of Flippin' Bass we will be back next week what a blast of a show this is just like a we're just at we're just throwing good shows in the bank here it's like a Flippin' Bats podcast is like a garage of good episodes you know right. we're just throwing them in there this one has been a blast prediction Correa signs by this time next week thank you all for listening I really appreciate it make sure you like subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast Apple Spotify wherever it may be and we're on all social media Twitter Instagram Facebook TikTok and you can watch every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them but happy new year everyone we are back for another year of Flippin' Bats and until next week I will see you next time